Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With HSE Midwest. For updated factual information, see hse.ie. By staying apart, we can save lives. So with the lockdown measures that were originally put in place in March, some couples who were apart at the time were unable to get back to the same location. Others have partners who are healthcare workers on the front line and in order to protect their partner and family, they're staying apart. So how can couples maintain a healthy long distance relationship during this hugely difficult time and feel together when they are actually not. And I'm joined on the line by Bernadette Ryan of D6 Counselling Services and matchmaking expert Mairead Lachman for some advice to couples who are separated right now. And you're both welcome. Good morning Good morning. To you. Um, Good morning, Joe. I suppose Good morning, Joe. a general point, Mairead, how is lockdown impacting relationships overall? Is it a time of huge stress and anxiety? Uh, and is that manifesting itself in relationships, even when people can be together? Yeah, well, look, I suppose everybody is experiencing difference, you know, like depending on what their lives are like. Some people are working, some people are, are off work, some people don't even know if they have a job to go back to. So there is a huge amount of stress there. Um, obviously, being a matchmaker and dating specialist, I tend to work a, like mainly with people that are single. So what I'm finding is a lot of my clients are quite lonely during this time because often they're living on their own. They're now maybe working from home, so they're like they're literally just with them by themselves all day, or they've just started a relationship and are possibly, you know, trying to keep that going during this time. But it's also, and I suppose the best part is seeing how some of my clients have become very creative over the last few weeks. So there's a good balance there, you know. Go on, talk to me about creative. Okay, well, Nick, I suppose when this all started first, I contacted a lot of my clients and said, you know, you've just started into a relationship, so. Why not, you know, uh, make the most of it? What I always say to people is always bring the energy that you want in your own relationship. So, look, if you want to have a happy and a fun type of relationship, bring that energy yourself. So you need to get a little bit creative. If you're going to be dull and boring, that's the way your relationship is going to be. So, like, things like organizing dates over Zoom is always a good thing. So, um, you know, and what I'm saying to them is if you're organizing a date night, Make an effort, do your hair, do your makeup, iron your shirt possibly, you know, before you have your days and everything like that. And kind of set aside a time or each week. So some people are having date nights on a Wednesday night and a Friday night. So they know regardless of anything else that's going on in their life, they are their nights for having a date. That's keeping that going. Um, I also say, like, don't underestimate the power of a good morning text or a good night text. Because, you know, it's not just saying good morning, good night. It's actually knowing that the other person is thinking about you, you know, and also it, like at this time, it can be quite difficult for a lot of people because especially when they are lonely or they are living on their own or whatever, knowing that another person in the world is thinking about you is a lovely thing, you know, um, especially someone that you care about or somebody that you would like to have a romantic connection with or a relationship with. So there's lots of other things as well for any of my clients as well that are, we'll say both of them are off work because you have to realise, well, sometimes one partner could be working on the front line or still working, in which case they might be under a huge amount of pressure at the moment. But for couples, we'll say, that are both, you know, off work at the moment or are both working from home, there's great things online like, you know, Airbnb is still active. What they're doing is a lot of online courses. So you could do uh, like a Mexican cookery course together on Wednesday or you could do... Um, some sort of dance class together uh, online. Or there's lots of different things that there is out there to keep it all going. So getting quite creative and um, things as well, like just even having your morning coffee together. 
you know, saying like 10 o'clock in the morning, you make a cup of coffee, I'll make a cup of coffee, we'll just chill out and talk to each other for a while or 11 o'clock break from work or whatever. So lots of different things going on. Yeah. Uh, Bernadette, uh, for couples who have been used to being together, you know, have been together for a long time, but have been forced apart at the moment due to uh, the lockdown. What are your tips for them? Because it can be complicated. You know, they've been used to a particular routine. That routine is currently out the window. Yes, uh, Joe, that's true. And I, But I have to say, I like a lot of what Mairead was saying there. And, you know, the, the, the energy is so important. What you put into something, you get out of it, you know. Now, for couples who've been together for a long time, actually, you know, the separation can offer um, some, um, some opportunities to them. You know, quite often, it, you know, life takes over and people are very busy and all that sort of thing. So to find yourself in a long-term relationship with some time for yourself, can be can be very good and like Mairead says to get creative around that you know so that can be that can be an opportunity in itself mm-hmm. um, I know myself years back my husband used to do a lot of travelling and it, it gave us both an opportunity to just be ourselves for a while it's, you know separation um, in a relationship separate time together is not necessarily a bad thing you know actually it can be worse to be always tried to be together the whole time I think maybe people who are isolating together might have a lot more challenges you know but um, but like that too, it, and also it can give it for a long term relationship. It can give the opportunity <laughs> to really focus on those things that Mairead is saying. You know, get creative together, see a movie online together, see some of the wonderful theatrical things that are going on online, take a cookery course together. So it can really be an opportunity to reignite many things in the relationship that maybe have have gone kind of off the boil. You know, with everything else taking over. Now that's not to say that it's not it's without its difficulties. I mean, and, and with, for all of these relationships, for all of us, I think it's, um, and particularly for couples, it's the, you know, the lack of, of um, physical contact and physical intimacy in a relationship as well, you know. Yeah, and I see some advice that you can keep your sex life alive remotely as well. Video chat sexy moments or send explicit texts, photos or video clips to each other or write erotic fiction for each other. Well, we're going to talk about the problem of hacking Zoom and the like a little bit later on in another context. Mm. Is that the safest approach to be taking? Well, I do think that, you know, sort of there's certain risks around putting anything out there online and all of those kinds of things. You know, they, there is a, an element of risk to it. But I also think that it, you know, whereas it, it absolutely can for, work for a couple who are both very comfortable with that, um, with the, the sort of technolo- technological risk, risks to one side, but it also needs to be something that each person is comfortable with. You know, one of the issues that's coming out of lockdown is that the there's a huge increase in the use of pornography. Um, now, whether that's going to be a positive or negative thing, I don't know. But, you know, so, for example, if maybe one partner is watching a lot of pornography and then asking their partner to participate online in some things that they may not be very comfortable with, I would suggest that they don't, you know, you don't, you don't have to do these things just because mm. the technology is there for it. You know, so it's around a comfort level for people. And whether it's actually going to enhance the relationship or not. Uh, we're chatting to Bernadette Ryan of D6 Counselling Services and matchmaking expert Mairead Lockman. What do you think of that, Mairead? Uh, look, I suppose the, I tend to deal um, and specialise, obviously, with people at the early stages of the relationship. So I always say to people, you know, be a lady of high value and a gentleman of greatness, you know. So really try and keep things on, uh, I always say, just on a kind of. Um, 
respectful level until you get to know the person and everything. You know, I think there is lots of time for my clients, you know, further down the line to discuss what they're comfortable with and what they're not comfortable with and everything. But at this stage, what I always say to people is trying to get to, you know, to know each other better. If they are some, some clients or some of your listeners may have just met somebody online or something like that. You know, don't start conversations that you wouldn't be happy having with someone in a supermarket, you know, um, or just a random stranger, because this is what these people are. But if they have met somebody online or something like that, building up a good rapport with them, um, trying to have a Zoom date with them, just, as I said, like basic things like coffee, drinks, maybe a takeaway even uh, online and everything like that. But really with the view of actually getting to meet somebody and know somebody, like there's obviously huge safety elements if you've just met somebody um, mm. and all of the issues right. that you've raised there. Yeah, you know? and also, you really shouldn't be having conversations with someone in supermarkets anymore. No, you also shouldn't be having. It's funny how That's the, the world basics, that we live in now. I know, it's funny how the real basics of life, like the most human element, and especially the Irish, and so, you know, we're so social, so we are, we're so friendly, and we love having a chat and everything. I think everybody found it challenging for the first few weeks of social distancing and not actually coming into people's two-meter personal space and everything. But yeah, you know, um, it is. it can be a very lonely time for people. But I'm saying is, look, there's people out there that have not seen another male or female for weeks. So when all this becomes a little bit freer and a little bit more, um, I suppose, safer to meet up and everything like that, people will be able to go for coffees and walks and and get back to dating in the in the real sense and everything like that again. But um, you know, just keeping it keeping it calm. Don't go too over the top yet. You know. No, the French are great at the love stuff. Are, are we agreed on that, the three of us? Sorry, say that again. The French are great at the love stuff. Oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, couples in France who live far from each other will be forced to remain apart. Under coronavirus restrictions, after French ministers rejected a proposed change to the law, which would have allowed long distance travel for the reason of love. A member of the centrist party, the ruling party there, suggested love should be added to a list of acceptable reasons for people to travel more than 100 kilometres from home when lockdown restrictions are eased. But her proposal, which she referred to as a lover's amendment, was rejected during a debate on legislation in the French parliament. That's interesting. That's interesting. Of course, you. It is interesting. I suppose you could define love in many ways. So maybe that's one of the difficulties of it. People. Well, I think it's pretty obvious how she was defining it there. It's hard to when you're in love. L'amour and all of that. And this other piece of advice, um, and maybe you can help me with it: be intentional during your time together. What does that mean? Absolutely. What I always say to people, even on first dates, and. Um, you know, when they're meeting up, it, 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 it's being present, first of all. So, you know, giving your full attention to the person, but also trying to build a connection. So when I'm taking people on for matchmaking and arranging their dates and everything, when I meet a client, I always look for certain characteristics in someone. So someone that's kind, someone that's happy, someone that accepts their health or appearance, all these things. So when you are engaging or if you're going on a date with somebody, and also when you're dating them, you know, make an effort, show examples of how you're kind, show examples of how you're happy and like, you know, extend yourself to that person. So even small little things like if you are apart from your person at the moment, um, even like a randomly four o'clock if they pop into your head, send them a little heart over text message and stuff like that. When you're with them, ask them how their day are, be upbeat. If we get on the phone to somebody that we are separated from over a prolonged period of time and they say to you, how was your day? And you're like, Oh, yeah, like it was grand. You know, 
But isn't that the truth, though, at the moment? I mean, that's exactly what you would say. We're in the middle of a global pandemic here. But you can find joy in anything you do. You know, if I I go out for a walk every morning along the canal here in the Midlands and, like, take little videos and there's, like, the birds singing and, like, the moment the sun is shining, we're so lucky to be able to get out there and have a bit of fun, seeing little funny stories online and taking a screenshot and sending it to your partner. As well, I always say to my clients as well, kind of keeping it all going, sending photographs of past adventures you have been on. So do you remember that time we went to that little restaurant and we were walking down the street in Italy? Or do you remember that time that we went away for the weekend and whatever? Funny little stories. Some of them are funny. Some of them are romantic and everything like that. And also planning your next adventures. You know, it all doesn't need to be now, now, now. Think into the future, all the lovely things you'd like to do together. So if you see something online or, you know, you had a great memory before, be like, when all this is finished, do we want to go back down and go for a walk in that forest again or a walk on the beach? Or do you remember that time you cooked me that delicious dinner? There's so many ways you can be creative. There's so many ways you can bring joy to each other. So yes, be present, you know, just, engage with each other, make each other feel special. Yeah. Uh, Bernadette, uh, many long-distance couples, they might be calling, texting, WhatsApping each other a lot during the day, but do you think that there might be an argument for one more meaningful sit-down video call a day instead? Again, I suppose it depends on the dynamic between the couple, you know. But but, but because following on there and what Maria was just saying, you know, appreciation is so important in a relationship, you know. Um, John Gottman talks about the magic uh, uh, ratio of five to one. For every negative interaction in, in, in a, between a couple, there needs to be five positive ones in order to redress the balance, you know. And we forget about that. So, you know... That's phenomenal, is, though, when you say that. Why does there need to be five positives for one negative? Well, because negative interactions have such a damaging impact, you know, and and in an argument, couples can say things that are very hurtful and really go right through, you know. So it's to try and bring bring more of a balance in. But that sort of, you know, for somebody to actually say, you know, I really appreciated the fact that you emptied the dishwasher there. And, you know, I'm not just talking about housework, but, you know, to actually we forget about it. We take things for granted. So I think this, you know, sort of... um, uh, technological communication gives us the opportunity to say, do you know what? I really appreciate the fact that you always cut the grass, you know, or that, you know, f- whatever it is, little small things that can make somebody feel, oh, oh, he or she noticed, you know. So I think, again, it's not really about the quantity, but it really is about the quality of the time. And also, we're not going to feel like that all the time, as you say. We are going to feel, oh, geez, what did I do today? I have no idea. You know, maybe not... Uh, Get, go online together when you're feeling really down. Say, I'm, I'm not having a great time and come back to it maybe when you feel a bit better or, or something like that, you know. But I mean, technology, which up to now sometimes was the bane of relationships because it had a very negative impact, it now is definitely the lifesaver. I mean, without it, uh, people, I think, would be feeling far more lonely and isolated. Marie, do you think that most relationships, now I totally accept that it is more difficult at the very beginning for a relationship to survive, but do you think that most relationships will still be there at the far end of this? Um, I think uh, it depends on the effort that both parties are, are willing to put into it, okay? If one person is putting in a huge amount of effort and the other person isn't, well, you know, really it's not going to fare very well in the long term. Um, you know, what I often say to my clients sometimes, like a lot of people that come to me for matchmaking are very busy. They might travel a lot for work and everything. So I always say to them, 
as I've said already, manage your time. And I would, as you were asking there, Bernadette, I would say to them, you'd be better off to have one good uh, phone call in the evening than texting. Like you can over text, you can kind of come in, you can be, it can become quite monotonous. But what I would say is when people put in a good effort, um, absolutely, and you know that there's chemistry there, yes, you can sustain it. Um, But I would also say there will be a lot of relationships, both kind of short-term relationships and long-term relationships that possibly will split up over the next couple of weeks. But, you know, the other side of it is, okay, if a relationship is not serving you, okay, I'm I'm sure, like, really, Bernadette probably better, you know, for for people that are in longer-term relationships and everything, but if a relationship is not serving you and you put in absolutely every effort into it, sometimes you need to talk to yourself realistically and think to myself, is this what I want for the rest of my life? You know, if one partner is not putting in any effort at all, it can be quite difficult. And, like, there are the different stages in love, the romantic love, then it comes into the power struggle. Some people might have only been in the power struggle stage where they're only getting to know each other and everything like that. So, you know, if that relationship, they might only be deciding even at that stage, even if there wasn't a global pandemic, whether or not this person is right for them or not, you know. And the other thing is, Bernadette, you know, is it possible that if a relationship does break down during this, that because the situation is so unusual, that at the far end, there might be a way of rekindling it? Well, yes, because I think, you know, sort of relationships that have been straining or maybe, you know, been showing the cracks um, As for everybody. I think this pandemic has brought about a whole sense of, you know, reorientation in our lives and maybe self-reflection on where my life is going and all of those kinds of things. So whereas it can be difficult, um, (laughs) I'm noticing particularly couples that are, you know, sort of... um, willing to make an effort to go online that it, it, it it's, it's a different setup they could be doing online counseling from their own home um so it's bringing a sharp focus into the relationship and what needs to be done so you know i mean I'm, I'm always hopeful if a couple is hopeful about um re you know saving their relationship but i'm not in the business of saving it for them as it were you know but one of the things i'm noticing as well and i don't know if Mairead would would know more about this that for some people in the early stages of relationship and the stress that is brought up one partner has actually shown a side to themselves very quickly, not necessarily a good side with with coping with stress, which is a good indicator of maybe, actually, maybe this relationship is not for me. Right, I see what you mean, yeah. Okay, well, listen, thank you both very much for your expertise and your advice this morning. What do you think, by the way? WhatsApp us, 086-123-9595, or you can call 461995 with your uh, views on this. Uh, Bernadette Ryan of D6 Counselling Services and matchmaking expert Mairead Lockman. Great to chat to you and uh, continue to stay safe during lockdown. Call Limerick today now on 461995.